This, this, this is the gray area. Humans are such easy prey. This isn't funny anymore. This podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. When it comes to your wiener, it doesn't get cleaner. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. From head to toe, from bow to hole, men's hygiene products for men's hygiene needs. I mean, really, I don't know what else you need. Okay? They got everything you freaking need as a dude to smell like a fucking man. So go to BallWash.com. Fill your carts up, and when you're checking out, use code DEGRAYAREA, D-A-G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A, and you, yes, you, get 15% off. I'm not joking when I'm talking about Ball Wash, okay? Not only do they sponsor me, but they have the greatest stuff I have ever used when it comes to, like, men's hygiene stuff. This is, we, we have, we have moved up in life, okay? I have taken it as, you know, I appreciate proper hygiene being in the military is a huge thing you're gonna see all these other like shampoos and conditioners and stuff like that and that's all just like parabens and chemicals and they're not even made in the united states and they're just filled with fancy blue dye to make it look fancy but it's not you want stuff that's made in america not tested on animals it has no parabens in it and it smells like you you want to smell you know so in times of the pandemic and we're coming out of it, you're going to be going out in in the world. You can't be smelling like, you know, a sake taint. You can't do it. This podcast is also brought to you by caresnone.com. So you got ball wash to smell good, and if you want to look good, caresnone.com. It's a clothing line. It's a lifestyle. It makes you be dope, Okay. My boy, Chris Cares None, does it. He's the ebony to my ivory on the Ebony and Ivory episodes. You guys got to check it out. Go to caresnone.com. See what they got. They got shorts. They got slides. They got shirts. They got tanks. They got hoodies. And uh, use code to gray area 15, D-A-G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A. And you, yes, you, <laughs> get 15% off. Delinquents, I apologize for being a wee bit late this week. I know today is Wednesday, home day, yeah. But I was working my ass off and I lacked the motivation. Sarge, you lacked the motivation to do a podcast? Are you giving up on us? No, I'm not giving up on you. I just, you know, it was an interesting news cycle yesterday. I wanted to process everything that was going on. And um, here I am now. I'm not live. I'm recording it as we speak. Not No, that would be live, you idiot. So obviously this is pre-recorded. I'm going over some stuff. I got some notes. You know, I'm checking things out. And um, America is becoming the most pussified, pathetic piece of shit I have ever seen in my life. I just saw a video this morning. And it was... A drill sergeant talking to new recruits on, like, the main concrete pad. Like, every every battalion in basic has, like, this giant concrete pad that all the recruits go to. And that's where they start. And that's where they fucking finish. Being men. We're going to take what you are. We're going to break you down into nothing. And we're going to build you back up to American military men. And I'm sitting there looking at it like... 
who is recording this? I like it's like it's almost like there's somebody's mom was like, "Can I record my son getting yelled at?" It was pathetic, and we used to do this thing where. We showed up with like one bag, and those bags had to be clean, and they had to be dressed right dress, and they had to be in formation and really like squared away and everything like that. And I'm looking at all these bags, and they're not even fucking remotely close. And this drill sergeant's walking by. He's like, you're going to see people with a bar on their chest, a yellow bar, a black bar, sometimes two bars. It'll have a leaf or a bird on it. They are not me. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, teaching them freaking officer respect. But this generation is not my generation. I, I I know we hear this all the time. Like, our parents walked to fucking school barefoot in the snow. And it was, you know, we... Every generation is progressively getting weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. I'm looking at these new recruits and I'm just like, holy shit. Oh, my, they're not ready. They're not. They're not fucking ready. But maybe they are. I don't know. Like I said, this is the beginning. So they got to break them down, and they got to build them back up. I don't know. Maybe I'm just stubborn. Maybe I'm just like, my generation is the greatest generation. No, my generation is not the greatest generation. I We have been s- subtly just crawling into a pit of pathetic, oh, I'm triggered. Oh, I need a safe space. I get it. There's going to be generational steps that don't make any fucking sense. Like if you look at chairs and how they have progressed over time. Like there was a moment at the end of the 90s and the early 2000s where people didn't even want to use chairs anymore. They wanted to use like those fucking giant blow-up balls. Oh, it's good for your core. It helps your back. It helps with your posture. No, it doesn't. It doesn't give you any back support. Anyway, I'm just saying there's going to be progressions in life where we just look at the younger generation like are you serious pathetic absolutely pathetic but you know our military is the one thing that can't be weak the american military cannot be weak because everyone's like oh why do we have to have such a big budget why do we have to have the biggest budget for our military in the world because people want us fucking dead that's why it's even internal to this point where there are people in Congress like the squad or the Democrats from Texas that are just like, we, we can't do this. We're not going to, we're not going to be like that. We're not going to vote. Did you guys see what, what these Texas Democrats did? They were going to do a quorum and they were going to do a voting on like voting right rights and stuff. And these Democrats were like, we're not going to be part of this. And they throw a tantrum, leave the state and head to Washington, D.C., because they're safe in Washington, D.C., supposedly. So they didn't want to do a vote, so they left, and they threw a tantrum and went to Washington, D.C. They should be fucking arrested when they get back, okay? Everybody wants to... You look at the key talking points, and you'll hear this shit all the time. Oh, it's voter suppression. It's, you know, Jim Crow. It's, you know, civil rights movements, and it's, you know... It's making people with the right to vote, it makes it harder for them to vote, especially if they're a person of color because America's racist and systematically racist. No, it's not. It just means you have to prove that you are who you are. That shouldn't be hard, okay? It makes cheating on elections harder. And Democrats don't like that. They don't like that at fucking all. So these Democrats fucking left Texas and like, we're not going to vote, meh throw a fucking tantrum, and now they're back, and they should be fucking arrested. Okay? This is pathetic what the what the left is doing. The, 
and it is the left. Oh, like the right isn't doing anything, blah, 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 blah. Everybody wants to talk about January 6th like it's Pearl Harbor, like it's the fucking Holocaust. Ashley Babbitt got shot. No, we still don't know who the fuck shot that that woman. She was unarmed. Was she breaking and entering? Yes, I get it. But, you know, there's like a double standard for cops. If you're a white cop and you do something to a person of color while you're doing your fucking job, doesn't matter if you're getting shot at or stabbed or they have a weapon, you're in the wrong, okay? But now it's all like, oh, the Capitol Police officer shot this unarmed white woman because she was a Trumper and she must be a, you know, a terrorist. That's okay. That's just a cop doing his job. We shouldn't give his, we shouldn't give his identification away because, you know, that one's on our side. This is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, okay? Stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Make up your mind, Democrats. Do you want to have police? Do you want to have law enforcement? Or do you want to defund them and put the funding to something else like systematic racism that doesn't actually exist anymore? You're going to see Biden and the Biden administration saying whatever they need to say given a certain topic depending on what part of the week it is. They're going to hit the talking points that are high in pop culture, things that are high in political activism like right now so you're gonna see biden talking about you know oh i want to defund the police oh not this week this week we do not want to defund the police he wants to talk about voter reform voter reform is proving who you are and saying that you are from the state that you are from that's pretty much it it has nothing to do with color but you're gonna see cnn msnbc cbs and all these dumb fucking news outlets saying that this is voter suppression. And they're going to give the talking points of voter depression and Jim Crow. But they're not going to give you any statistical relevant variables or information as to why it is suppression. It's pretty much like, um, yeah, we don't want you to cheat anymore. And the Democrats are like, no, that's racism. It's racism. You can't do that. No one is paying attention to the big shit that is going on right now. Pay no the America's not racist. Newsflash, motherfuckers. So anytime you see something on the news that's saying racism, systematic racism, or you got Lori Lightfoot's ugly fucking fish-looking Beetlejuice ass saying, only people of color are allowed to interview myself because that is the only thing that I will allow because of racism. It's a joke show. Are we done? Are we fucking done? Oh, my mirror, my mirror, me being a mirror in Chicago has been hard. And you know why it's been hard? Because of white hate mongered domestic terrorist systematic racism no no people are fucking dying people are dying in new york rochester chicago la minneapolis fucking i'll get back to that fucking cuban american protesters are blocking roadways and demand the white house aid cubans amid communist crackdown you got cubans in Cuba, duh. <laughs> and they're in the streets singing Libertad. And they're fucking like screaming for liberty. That's what Libertad means. It means liberty. Okay? And you got Jen Psaki's dumb red-headed stepchild dumb fuck ass on the podium at the press conferences. And be like, oh, they just... They want food and they want vaccines. No, bitch. They don't give a shit about your fucking COVID vaccines. No one gives a shit about these COVID vaccines. COVID is done, okay? 
For red-blooded fucking Republican conservative Americans, COVID has been done for over a fucking year, and we are not going to let us circle back to, oh, it's a Delta variant, and it's bad because this one's airborne. We don't give a shit, okay? Some people are vaccinated. Some people choose not to be vaccinated. You can't fucking force that shit. Really quick, back to Cuba, okay? So they're, they're... they're in the streets with American flags screaming Libertad, which is crazy that they're waving American flags in Cuba. The Castro regime, no matter Fidel Castro's dead, but it doesn't mean his brother took over and their kids are taking over and still fucking communism. That's how communism fucking works. These protesters, these people that have their voices for freedom, they're disappearing. Hundreds of people are disappearing. There are people getting shot in the fucking street. And what is fucking America doing? Absolutely fucking nothing. This would be the time to be like, all right, Cuba, you're fucking done. America seizes all that shit. And then um, Cuba is free to be free. They're 90 fucking miles off of our coast, okay? We don't need a communist country 90 miles away, all right? These people are jumping on fucking barrels and fucking plastic bags and buoys and they're hoping to fucking god with their family that they're gonna float 90 miles to the southern tip of the florida keys how fucking bad must it be in cuba for you to take your kids and be like all right kid hold on to this ziploc bag we're gonna you know cross our fingers and hope to fucking god we make it but nobody wants it. oh they want they want they want food and vaccines says Jen Psaki, the press secretary for the White House. Get out of here. They don't, they, they want freedom. They don't want McDonald's, okay? This is fucking ridiculous. And no one is saying shit. No one is saying shit. We're just gonna, we're just gonna keep focusing on the fucking racism again. Still, that's the biggest threat to American democracy is the racism of white nationalism. Get the fuck out of here. The biggest threat to American nationalism is the Biden administration. All right, back to uh, the police. That has come back to bite the Democrats in the ass so fucking hard it is ridiculous. Okay? Ridiculous. Rochester, New York has been overwhelmed by fucking murders, and they are embracing the return of law enforcement. Biden scorches defund the police movement by pumping funds back into New York City, which makes sense because defunding the police is a horrible fucking idea. One man did something one time in fucking Minneapolis over here, and now all these other countries, the countries, all these other counties across the fucking nation and these cities are going to be like, all cops are bad, ACAB, no, they're not that's why crime has gone up you defund the police you don't give them the respect they need you're taking boots off the ground financially and they're like we're not appreciated we're gonna take our own boots off the fucking ground and so you got fucking police retiring early and you're not even hiring new ones so what happens to crime? It goes up. Oh my god, I don't understand how this would happen. We defunded the police and we put all the funding in other places for, you know, society and culture and socioeconomic. No, you fucking idiot. If there's no cops, bad people are going to do bad things. That's how it works, you dumb fucks. Why do you think Eric Adams 
was elected to be the mayor of New York. Well, Sarge, technically he's not going to be the mayor of New York. He's just the Democratic candidate. Really? We're talking about New York City. Whoever the Democratic candidate is, is going to beat the Republican candidate. You think New York City is going to allow a Republican to run the city of New York? It's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. But, you know, maybe down the road it could with all this voter reform where you have to actually prove that you are who you are and you can't just, you know, oh, this ballot is empty. Might as well fill it out myself. Oh, this ballot is empty. I'm probably going to fill this one out myself. No, absolutely ridiculous. New York City chose Eric Adams. Eric Adams is a police man. He was a police guy, but he is a law enforcement dude. Even New York is like, all right, all right, I understand this whole progressive thing, and we want a utopia, and we want to change the world, and but we need cops. We need cops. Fucking Times Square is looking like it did in 1982, with just crackheads and needles all over the fucking place. It's starting to look like fucking San Francisco. What's wrong with San Francisco? Nancy Pelosi is what's wrong with San Francisco. Everything is fucked. All right? We're leaving fucking Afghanistan, too, by the way. Bush warns that the withdrawal... Bush. Yeah, the one, like, 2001 to 2008 Bush. Warns that withdrawal of U.S. troops in Afghanistan will bring unbelievably bad consequences. Duh. You can't... But, but Sarge, we've been there since 2001. This isn't fucking you know, Normandy, all right? This isn't World War II. We're not fighting against the Holocaust. We're not fighting the Third fucking Reich. The numbers of Americans that die overseas are in, like, the fucking single digits. Oh, well, you know, one life is not even okay. No shit. I know that one life isn't okay either. I get it. But that's how fucking war works. Do you know what's going to happen when we leave? And we are leaving? Thousands of people are going to fucking die. Thousands of people. We left Iraq, all the sympathizers and all the interpreters and all the people that helped the United States military that we left behind, that we didn't give them, we should have gave them that gave them citizenship, in my fucking opinion. You're fucking helping the United States military and you don't have a right uh, a path to citizenship? I think you should. Anyway, ISIS fucking shows up. We leave Iraq and all of a sudden ISIS shows up and runs roughshod through the fucking Middle East. And then Trump shows up and we stop fucking ISIS officially, which is good. But we're going to leave Afghanistan and everybody that helped us out there and all the fucking sympathizers and all the interpreters and all the people that we left in our wake as we just fucking bounced out of there are going to be murdered by the Taliban. The Taliban have already made significant steps in grabbing property back. We're going to have another ISIS situation. Biden is a fucking joke show of a human being, okay? Jen Psaki is a horrible press secretary. Kamala Harris hasn't done a fucking thing, okay? She was chosen because of the gen her gender and her skin color, okay? We should not be doing that. We should be working on policies. I'll be like, I'm going to choose you based on your character and your personality and the facts that you know you agree with me, you know, politically. That's why you should make decisions. Choosing, choosing your cabinet because you want, to look, you want it to look good on paper for a color palette, okay? You want everything represented. Doesn't change the fact that some of these people that you are choosing because of race, religion, gender, and sexual preference are horrible fucking human beings. 
And yes, people of color could be horrible fucking human beings. I heard someone say that nobody besides white people could be racist. That is the dumbest shit I have ever heard in my fucking life. Oh, white people are colonizers. And white people are the one that have been doing the suppression this whole time. Really? Really? They're, so, black people, Mexican people, Chinese people, Asian people, people outside of the white pigmentation can't be racist? Do you, are you... Really? I don't know what kind of hubaloo these fucking children are being taught in schools where they are subconsciously learning that white people are bad and everything is systematically fucked up and we need to change and Marxism's the answer and socialism's the answer and communism's the answer. And then you look at Cuba, people that have been living in communism, screaming libertad, waving a freaking American flag in a foreign nation because the American flag is the only flag that represents freedom worldwide. People in Hong Kong were waving that thing around last year. Before China fucking took Hong Kong and be like, Hong Kong is ours, it's no longer autonomous, America, you could go fuck yourselves. China and Russia like looking at us and just flicking us off. Really. We need, to, we, it's time to just, you know, we need to have more cops. We need to fucking stop crime. If you're going to do something fucking illegal, you're going to fucking jail. If you're going to fight back the cops, the cops get to beat your fucking ass, okay? If you're going to harm a cop, throw something at a cop, the cops have the right to beat the ever-living shit out of you. Russia wants to talk shit, and they're doing these cyber-fucking attacks from fucking Russia because Joe Biden, who's like, here's a list of 16 things you shouldn't touch over here, otherwise we're going to be really angry. And then, what, less than a month later, there's another fucking cyber attack on American soil? But this one fucking directly correlates globally to other nations. Yeah, so Russia needs to be held accountable for these cyber-fucking-crimes. And China needs to be held accountable for what is going on in Taiwan, what is going on in Hong Kong, and fucking COVID. Any nation that has been directly affected by COVID-19, which is, by the way, every single one, and every nation that owes debt, that has a debt towards China... That fucking slate needs to be fucking cleaned. And we need to look at them and be like, listen, motherfuckers, you're responsible for COVID. You said you weren't. You fucking lied about your statistics. You said it came from a fucking wet market and some fucking unicorn had sex with a dolphin or some shit. And then some guy ate that guy, that, that, that baby soup or something. But no, it came from your fucking lab, okay? You study coronaviruses in this lab, and this is where it fucking originated. It fucking leaked, whether it was on purpose or a fucking accident. It leaked from your fucking lab, and it went world fucking wide. Any debt that we owe you, get fucked, okay? We don't owe you shit, okay, fucking China? We don't owe you a damn fucking thing. And every nation that has been affected by COVID needs to say that to China. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. We're just going to sit here and be like, you know, let's just take their word for it. Like, everything's fine. Well, you know what? Let's just wait till the internal audit from the World Health Organization comes out. The World Health Organization is owned by fucking China, okay? The World Health Organization is in China's fucking pocket. I'm not making this shit up. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is fucking fact. And when we wanted to do our own investigation before Biden took over and fucked everything up, Trump was like, let, let us go over there and let us uh, let us go check out this Wuhan lab. And China was like, fuck no. 
Absolutely fucking not. Because we would have found shit. If we, even if they let us go in now, it's going to be way too fucking late. They've been, they've been able to scrub whatever the fuck they need to scrub. It's, it's done. It's done. But we know who's fucking responsible. And you guys are sitting there like, Sarge, why do we even give a shit about China right now? Because that has waterfalled and sprinkled into a COVID, wear a mask, vaccination, vaccination passport, um, wear two masks, kids got, can't go back to school unless they're vaccinated, teachers unions don't want to, you know, they need more money because now their job is high fucking risk. Or if your kid's not vaccinated, he has to wear a mask for the whole day next year because they're not going to be doing half days. They're going to be doing full days. No. No. Absolutely fucking not. Okay? If my kid has to wear a fucking mask all day, he's not going to fucking school. You know how many kids are not going to be going to school next year? And they're going to be fucking remote? We've done it for the past fucking year. You need our money more than we need you. Okay, school? We could fuck. I can homeschool my fucking, you know... Seven-year-old for fucking second grade. Okay, I could do that. I think I'm pretty pretty good. I could teach him up until high school, and then you you know there's some particular shit that I don't want to fuck with anymore, like geometry. No, thank you. No, thank you. But you know, I don't give a shit. COVID is done. All right. But because of this whole China COVID shit, it has trickled down to Democrats and liberals and fucking these fucking Karens everywhere. Just trying to tell us how to live our fucking lives. Be like, you can't do that. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to comply. We're going to go door to door and ask people if they've got vaccinations or offer vaccinations. Listen, fucks. If you didn't want the vaccine, you didn't get the vaccine. If you want the vaccine, get the fucking vaccine. That's it. But you cannot force us past that point. Okay? Herd immunity is going to fucking happen now. We're fine. I get it. We are done. Drop the fucking COVID thing. But all I'm saying is that China started it, and now the Democrats and liberals are jumping on the bandwagon of, oh, we could control the people now. We could we could make we could have the big government we've always wanted, and we're gonna take all the rights, liberties, and freedoms away from the individuals of our nation because they don't have the right to make that decision. They shouldn't have the right to make the decision. We know what's best. We're the United States government. Okay. All right. You know what's best, huh? That's what that's exactly what fucking England said before we, you know, threw their tea in the harbor, tar and feathered their asses and kicked them back to freaking England across the pond there. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are sitting on your hands and be like, you know, whatever happens, happens. We're going to trust in karma. You know, God is watching over us. Okay, just in case you guys didn't know, God sent the fucking world on fire, turned people into salt, and flooded the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. We are his reality TV show right now. But, you know, even, even I think him, or he, or she, or whatever gender... Oh, it's gender neutral for, you know, God. I, okay, I get it. I don't, you guys with this fucking gender preference shit. God can't be a man. I don't know. His son is, I don't know. I'm done. I'm not going to talk about this. Okay. Anyway, religiously, I think, you know, God was like, all right, this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. Listen to this. A mural of George Floyd in Toledo, Ohio is reduced to rubble. And you guys are like, oh my God, what did the white people do? Was it the white people? Did the white people come out of their KKK caves and fucking with their sledgehammers? And did, did they did they hit George in the face? Oh, poor George. No, it was struck by lightning. 
Okay? You guys ever hear that song? If, God, if I am wrong, may God strike me down right now. The mural of George Floyd in Toledo, Ohio, was struck by lightning and reduced to fucking rubble. Okay? I don't know why we are immortalizing George Floyd. We're giving him statues. And this is fucking false idol shit. Can we not pay attention to the fact that although the ending was a bit tragic, his life was fucked up and he was a horrible human being? Can we do that? Can we do that or not? We're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about that. You, can't, let's just really quick go over his, you know, arrest record, because the media and the left and Democrats have turned George Floyd into a fucking martyr. Okay, which is ridiculous. And he's getting he's getting T-shirts and murals and statues, and he'll end up having a fucking holiday like MLK, you know. But let, 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 let's see, who was he really? In 1998, he did 10 months in prison for armed robbery. In 2002, he did 8 months in prison for cocaine. In 2004, 10 months in prison for cocaine. In 2005, 10 months in prison for cocaine. In 2007, 5 years for armed robbery of a pregnant woman in her own home. When he was killed, he was high on meth, getting ready to drive a car and possibly kill your kid. Too bad the pregnant woman didn't have a gun. This is ridiculous, okay? But now he's getting fucking statues. He's getting statues. Even, yeah, like I said, the powers that be were like, okay, I'm done with these fucking George Floyd things. I'm going to set this thing on fire. Hits it with lightning and reduces it to rubble. George Floyd was not a good man. We cannot make him into a martyr of civil rights. Like I said, this America is not that America. The only thing people wanted to do when that shit happened to George Floyd is break into fucking everywhere and steal fucking everything. Okay? that And, you know, South Africa? South Africa is going the way of America. They are learning from us. They're like, all right, we're going to defund the police too. And now there's fucking riots in South Africa. And malls are getting torn up. And all this shit is getting taken and stolen. It's like fucking Minneapolis all over again. But now it's across the fucking water. I am not going to sit here, okay? As a patriot, as a combat vet, okay? By the way, when I say patriot, it doesn't make me automatically fucking racist, okay? According to the left and liberals and, I don't know, like Joy Reid, I'm a fucking horrible human being if I say that I'm a fucking, you know, patriot. Also, there's a lot of triggered Karens out there that are like, Oh my god, I saw an American flag and it made me nervous. So hanging an American flag from your vehicle is now deemed as, you know, racism. Oh, if you hang an American flag in front of your house or in your yard or from your truck or something, you we, we know who you voted for. Yeah, yeah, we voted for America, all right? We don't turn our back on our flag. We have freaking Olympians and professional athletes and people in pop culture that are turning their back to the flag and saying that it's racist and saying that it's horrible and only Trumpers support the flag and the American flag is a, you know, symbol of slavery. Meanwhile, you have, you know, countries that are actually going through some bullshit, persecuted, and being, you know, run under by their own governments facing communism, Marxism, and socialism, they're waving the American flag. Can I, you know what, let's trade. Let's trade. We'll do a trade. All you people that are against the American flag and don't like what America stands for, you could trade places with the people in Cuba and Hong Kong that believe in freedom and liberty. All right? Yeah. 
You motherfuckers aren't going to be trading shit. You just want to talk from your fu- behind your fucking iPad and, you know, talk about how America's so bad when you're sitting in your fucking house with your fucking air conditioning? Get the fuck out of here. Remember those uh, Texas Democrats that fled the state because they're giant fucking vaginas and they didn't want to, you know, do their duty and due diligence that they were elected to do? Anyway, this is going to be long, but this is what they left because they thought, you know, the voting bill that they didn't want to be part of was, you know, persecution and new Jim Crow laws. Texas House Democrats, who have fled the state to preclude a quorum for a special session dedicated to passing an election security bill, will be brought in by law enforcement under warrant of arrest if necessary, following a 76-4 vote approving the action on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday, by the way, 714. Passage of legislation dubbed House Bill 3 cannot occur without a two-thirds quorum of its 150 members. Only 80 of the 150 members were present on Tuesday. In addition, Texas state Republicans are trying to pass their own version of the bill known as Senate Bill 1. Senate members are expected to debate their version of the voting bill as planned Tuesday with a quorum of 22 members present. But they can't because they fucking ran away. We don't want it because they know what the freaking result's going to be. And they refuse to do the job that they were elected to do. Democrats have referred to the pair of bills as Jim Crow 2.0, accusing Republicans of trying to suppress the votes of minorities. Now, here we go. We're going to go into it. All right. This is how petty these fucking idiots are. Here's a look at what's inside these bills. What's inside the Senate Bill 1 for Texas? Under Senate Bill 1's provisions, a ban would be implemented on drive-through voting or casting a ballot from inside the vehicle unless participating in curbside voting due to a disability. A ban would also be placed on overnight voting requiring polls to be open a minimum of nine hours from the hours of 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. So this is what I hear. You can't just fill out ballots saying, oh, these people just drove up and dropped it off. And you can't overnight be like, oh, these these hundreds of thousands of people decided to vote at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Okay, that's what, that's what I'm understanding. Also, here we go. Continued. Election officials would also be required to install a video surveillance system that records vote counting activities with a live stream made available to the public in counties with 100,000 residents or more. Those in large counties would also be required to install tracking software to monitor all input and activity on electronic devices used to count votes. What does that have to do with voter suppression? It's pretty much making sure that you can't cheat on fucking anything. If you have if you have all these votes coming in, we're going to watch you. We're going to record it and we're going to make sure you can't fucking cheat. What does it have to do with being black and voting? It has absolutely nothing. Nothing. It, so far what I've heard is what's in Senate Bill 1? Uh you're not allowed to cheat. Oh, okay. Racism. Anyway, beginning January 1st, 2024, equipment that that does not disable or remove any wireless connectivity capability would be prohibited from use in tabulating votes. Senate Bill 1 would also allow partisan poll watchers to observe election activity inside polling places and vote counting centers. 
as well as during curbside voting that takes place inside a vehicle. It would also make it a crime to deny access to a poll watcher, which they did in Detroit, Philadelphia, and Maricopa County, Arizona, and Atlanta, Georgia. You can't poll, you can't be a poll watcher watching from fucking 50 feet away. You can't verify, you can't read from there. So again, um, you're not going to be able to cheat and like add shit or change votes. All right. In addition, voters would be required to include a driver's license number or the last four digits of a social security number on a vote by mail application and the envelope containing their ballot. Individuals who help voters cast their ballot due to language or physical needs must fill out a document listing their name, address, relationship to the voter, and whether they are being paid by a candidate or political committee. Those who drive three or more people to the polls will also be required to fill out a similar form unless all vehicle occupants are family members. Because what's happened in Detroit and Philadelphia is these people are picking up fucking these... Whatever administration, let's say Biden administration, where they were, they're going out, and be like, "Hey, have you voted? Come with me. Hey, have you voted? Come with me. Hey, have you voted? Nope. Come with me." <laughs> and they're just bringing them in by the bus. They'll be like, "All right, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna vote for him. I'm gonna give you twenty bucks if you vote for Biden. Perfect. All right, done. So they go in there. They don't have to show shit. They vote for Biden, and that's it. Now multiply that by the thousands. Okay. And now look how close these freaking election results were. The Secretary of State will also be required to work with the Department of Public Safety to provide data on monthly basis on a monthly basis from existing statewide computerized voter registration list to be used for verification of citizenship status or voter registration applica- uh, applications. So pretty much if you want to vote in whatever county you want to vote in, can you prove that you are you? Do you have a driver's license? Can you give us the last four of your, you know, social just so we can prove that you exist? And you're not just some plant. Don't be th- and don't be thinking that the Democrats are you know above and beyond planting random people into different cities. Because look what's happening with illegal immigration. They're realizing that they're losing the black vote and the people of color vote because they're starting to wake the fuck up and realize that Democrats and their socioeconomic policies in I don't know Chicago, Philadelphia, Minneapolis, Atlanta, Baltimore, St. Louis, Seattle, all of these Portland, all of these cities are run by Democrats and all of these urban environments have put people of color under fucking jackboot. They're starting to realize that that's fucking horrible. Maybe we should become Republican and see if anything fucking changes. So the Democrats are like, okay, instead of changing our policies, we're going to put illegal immigrants into these places that we are losing votes to keep these cities democratic. And that's fucked up. So now with these voter reforms, it's going to be harder to do that, which is fucking absolutely great. All right, moving forward. What else does it say? Unlike Senate Bill 7, the original voting bill that was killed by Democrats in the state legislature's regular session, uh, Senate Bill 1 does not include two controversial provisions. One does not include two controversial provisions. One would have created a process to make it easier to overturn election results based on claims of voter fraud. The other provision banned Sunday morning voting which was popular among black churches, souls to the polls events during the early voting in the 2020 presidential election. So the cliff note version of that is the original Senate bill that was shot down and killed by Democrats in the state legislature's regular session. So 
The two controversial problems was making it easier to overturn election results based on claims of voter fraud. Okay, so that's not in this bill, which is good. And the other provision banned, you know, Sunday morning voting, which was popular among black churches. So that one's also gone. So that's good. I don't hear anything that has to do with, you know, racism at all or voter suppression. It's just like, hey, are you, you? Cool. You may vote. And then there's like this House Bill 3 thing. And you all might be sitting there like, Sarge, I don't give a fuck about Texas. What does this have to do with, like, the nation? Because this is happening in multiple red states across the fucking board. And people are saying, you know, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. They're like, this is voter suppression. This is Jim Crow 2.0. This is horrible. This is racism. This is, this is segregation. No, it's not. Okay. It, it, and there's nothing in any of these bills to make me deem it so. But this is pretty much what I'm reading is going from state to state to state. And all these states are like, racism! And, and all these people in these states are like, oh, it's a racism! There's nothing racist about anything in here. It makes it harder to cheat, and it just makes you prove you are who you are if you want to vote. And if you don't want to vote, good. You don't have to be forced to vote. And House Bill 3 is, it includes the same provisions from the, the Senate Bill 1. But in addition, it would make it a crime for public officials to offer or send vote-by-mail application to those who have not requested one. Again, it makes it harder to cheat. Hey, you want to vote by mail? No. Okay, we're going to send you a ballot anyway, and I didn't want one. Okay, fine. Well, if you don't fill it out, we'll fill it out for you. <laughs> These proposals, this is why this is why it's so relevant to right now. These proposals come as Texas looks to join more than 15 other states where Republicans who control the state government have passed laws tightening voter access rules. The push follows substantial claims from like former President Trump that the 2020 election was stolen or rigged. Like I said, whether it was or wasn't, it's in the past now, but the future, you're not going to be able to pull that shit again if you did it. And the fact that all these Democrats are throwing their hands up in the air like, Oh my God, this is a racism! Just proves that, you know, it's going to be like, How are we going to win in 2022 and 2024 if we can't do things illegally? Besides the election bill, other issues on the legislative docket include bail overhaul, border security, social media censorship, legal branch funding, family violence prevention, limiting transgender student access to school sports, abortion-inducing drugs, additional payments for retired Texas teachers, critical race theory, and budgetary issues. None of that is racist as shit, minus the critical race theory, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to vote for that. That was... That was a news article from Fox News. There it is. Boom. But nobody wants to pay attention to Fox News. Fox News is biased. Biased as hell. Nobody wants to know what's going on in the world. They want to know about Nicolas Cage and Joe Exotic role. Well, Nicolas Cage says, if you guys really want to know. Anyway, Nicolas Cage says he the Joe Exotic role in the Amazon series is not happening because Joe Exotic is no longer relevant. A year ago, it was the biggest thing to ever grace the world. With Carol Baskin. Yeah, there you go. There's your pop culture news from Sarge today for the Gray Area Podcast, guys. Anyway, uh, have you guys uh, been telling your squad to follow my pod? 
because um, the gray area numbers are going through the roof. It's not a big roof. You know, it's like a ranch house, but it still it still works. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So thank you for telling your squad to follow my pod because you love me and I love you. And in order to do that and tell squads to follow my pod, you should check out the Gray Area Facebook page. All you got to do really is type in the Gray Area on Google or anywhere. Okay? D-A-G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A. And you will find me streaming everywhere. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to me. Minus Pandora. But I'm working on it. I'm like right there. I'm so close. And then I'm going to have Pandora, and I'm good to go. And then I'm going to have everything. <laughs> Google, Spotify, Apple, Podbean. You know, either, like, e- even the no-name ones that are just, like, the up-and-comers when it comes to podcasts. But, you know, if you don't have, you know, 40 minutes to spend of your day, first of all, you could pause it, and it will start up where it picks up when you get back in your car. Because no one is listening to me, you know, working out. I get that, all right? I understand. But I also, when it comes to social media, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at the Gray Area One, D A G R A Y A R E A One. And I got a TikTok. I actually like TikTok. TikTok's pretty fucking fun. But isn't it racist? Isn't TikTok racist? No, TikTok's not racist. That's the one that's owned by China that scans your face and lets China know exactly what you're doing. Apparently. All right, delinquents, I know life is hard. I get it. Trials and tribulations and work and conflict and family and friends and, you know, you need, let me, let me uplift you. Let me finish off the podcast by giving you motivations, maybe, if I could do that. That ugly part of your story is going to be the most powerful part of your testimony. When you get to where you're going, if that shit didn't happen to you, if Rock Bottom didn't have a basement to where you you thought it couldn't get any worse and then it did, that is where you got your strength from. That is where you got your motivation from. That is where you got your drive to get up and do what you needed to do to stay alive and keep going. So congratulations for not quitting. Well done. This one is for the men. Guys... Dudes with no job, listen, you should not be able to get in your girl's car and recline the fucking seat, bro. You need to sit up and see who the fuck is hiring, all right? There's still a part of life where masculinity is important. Chivalry is important. Women want a man to do man fucking things. She doesn't want to pick you up at your parents' house so you can go to fucking Burger King and shit and she's got to she's gotta front the bill because she just got off work, but she likes you enough to see you and you think that's enough? That's not enough, chief. That's not enough. You, what, you got dick game? You think, you, you think that your head game is so good or that your lovemaking skills are so good? Your fucking looks are going to fade, little jackhammer. Little jackrabbit, that's, that's going to go away. You may be charming and you may, you know, you know, spit great game. But honestly, if you don't have a job and you're not motivated to find one and you, you're just using your girl to get around, you're a toxic piece of shit. Okay? Get a fucking job. Learn some fucking discipline. All right? Because eventually, she's going to see right through you. And she's going to bounce. And in five years, she, you guys got to cross paths and you're going to see how much she's progressed and moved on from her trials and tribulations and her toxic relationships. And you're still going to be toxic. Pulling the same game with the same girls 
of the same fucking age while still living in your mom's basement. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship you're in. Life fucking sucks. Love is going to break your fucking heart. Okay? Oh, he was the one. Oh, she was the one. Oh, I've said this a thousand fucking times with a thousand different fucking people. But, it, you know, life sucks. Not one scar, not one fucking scar on my heart came from an enemy. All the scars on my heart came from people who said they loved me before they tried to rip it out of my fucking chest. People that are toxic, people that are, you know, don't want to go into these fucking relationships that put all these walls up, they've been broken. They don't want that shit to ever fucking happen again. But listen, it needs to happen again. You have to at least give it the opportunity to happen again. Because if you don't let it happen again, then you're not going to find something that might be worth it one day. If you keep closing yourself off because you got hurt a long fucking time ago and you don't want to feel that kind of pain again, you're a fucking coward. Okay? Take it from Sarge. Suck it up and fucking drive on. Life sucks. But if you do put yourself out there and you do find that one again, that could be the best thing that ever happened to you. And uh, trust me when I say you're going to look back at it, you're going to be like, it was worth it. It was worth it to put myself out there again to put myself in harm's way to take down my walls and open my heart back up. And it was. There are two main types of people in this world. There are leaders and there are followers. There are alphas and there are betas. There are fucking men and boys. Women and girls. Never beg for a seat when you could build your own fucking table. Let me say it again. Never beg for a seat when you could build your own table. You don't need to live other people's lives. You don't, you don't have to be included in their bullshit. You don't have to sit with people that don't agree with you. Make your own choices. Build your own table. Make your own life. If you don't fit in with that crowd, there's a reason. You shouldn't have to sit with them. You're not part of them. You don't need that. Stop begging to be included. It's not important. Start your own thing. Build your own table. Make your own seats. Make your own squad. You could fill your table with whoever the fuck you want. All right? You don't have to be included in everybody else's table. And if you're not included in everybody else's table, stop begging for the goddamn seat. Build your own table and fill it up with whoever you want to be there. You need... We need to break the mold of ourselves. People expect us to do something. People expect us to help. Be like, oh, you helped me before. Oh, you did this before. Oh, you never charged me before. Well, I'm trying to make life changes for myself. I'm trying to move on for myself. I need a fucking legacy. I don't want to be fucking working a nine to five all the fucking time. I don't want to be on call for six days in a row for 24 hours a day. Let me be fucking difficult, okay? I get to choose my own path, all right? If it doesn't conform to your ideals or if I'm doing something that normally I would do differently in your fucking life for you, pardon me for trying to make my life better by not conforming to what you want me to do. The funny thing is, when you don't let people disrespect you, they start calling you fucking difficult. Good. Good. Let them be toxic. They're showing their true colors because you're not doing what you normally would do for their benefit. And you need to cut them out of your fucking life. Until they change, at least. Because, delinquents, let me tell you, a lot of us are selfish. 
for ourselves. We want other people to do stuff for ourselves. It's okay to be selfish in your life and your dreams and your aspirations, but it's fucking worse to expect other people to jump on your dreams and do exactly what you need them to do for your benefit when they get nothing in return. All right, delinquents, I'm going to leave you with this and then I'm done. And I will see you guys next time, all right? The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. And Plato said that. I'll say it one more time. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. We cannot assume that we know what everybody else is going through. And we cannot assume that we've had it so much worse than everybody else. We can't assume that either. All right? We need to take pause in ourselves and evaluate other people and respect that. Okay? We're not always going to be chipper unicorns and rainbows. We can't always be happy. There's a lot of us out there that fake that happiness for the benefit of others and do what other people want us to do because there's some sad part of us that as depressed as we are, watching them smile or making them happy gives us a little bit, you know, that is taken from our grief. But life is hard. But don't assume that you know better than anyone else and respect everybody. You're allowed to have a difference of opinion, whether it's family, friends, policies, politics, religion, etc., etc., etc. We are allowed to agree to disagree. We're allowed to have a difference of opinion. No one opinion is better than anybody else's opinion, however awkward it may be, especially if they're being serious about it, if they actually have their heart in their belief, that is fine. The value of a human being comes from their character and their personality. Not their race, religion, gender, or sexual preference. And we got to remember that. Always. Alright, I love you. And you love me. And I will see you guys next time. Bye! Yeah!